Hi, how are you? Hi, Julian. How are you? Nice I'm to see sorry, you. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit late. Oh, absolutely no problem. Busy after all the excitement of last week, huh? Incredible. And it continues because in, in big markets right now, they're still going on the road to show the products and collect orders. And it's, uh, it's totally insane. I'm telling you, totally insane. It's wow. good. But it's going to be a, a holy headache to produce. All that. <laughs> well, tw 12 months ago, you knocked it out of the park. With Absolutely. The, with the Zenith Chronomaster. And uh, again, this year, a year on, you've done it again. Um, with, exactly, with it's the same, the same phenomenon. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, as a retailer, I'm so pleased to be on this journey with you where there's so much excitement behind the brand, uh, so much going on. Um, yeah, no, no, I'm super happy. And it's, uh, it's, it's clearly only the beginning. <laughs> well, well, listen, you know, you know, 12 months ago, we were sitting in front of Zoom. We're still sitting in front of Zoom, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, hopefully, Watchers and Wonders will be able to, to catch up again and meet face-to-face. -face. Um, and I can't wait to see this, this new defined skyline um, because I haven't had a chance to actually physically see it yet. But, uh, you know, it's a great contemporary interpretation of the original 1969 Defy. Um, and to be so bold with that 12-sided bezel, and you guys created the 12-sided bezel uh, yes. back in 69, did you wait for the clean around Bezel of Defy pro proved its popularity, or did the broader ongoing craze for 70 sports watches give you confidence? Uh, I would say a bit of both, but clearly uh, uh, we really got inspiration because, first of all, we like the character of that watch. And I often say that if you take this A3642 uh, watch from 1969, for me, it's a concentration of creativity between the bezel, between the dial, the gradient dial, the dots on the dial that are quite incredible. Um, you know, the, the Geffrey bracelet. I mean, it's all things together. These guys, I'm sure they had a lot of fun uh, creating this watch. And that, that's where it, that's what we decided to go to go with this one. Such, such a concentration of high creativity. Yeah. And it's great to see a three-handed watch with the El Primero's high-frequency mechanics inside. What was involved in pairing back the chronograph movement? Because, of course, you know, the El Primero is integrated. It, yeah. You know, you couldn't just lift off the stopwatch module. Um, and why was it important for you to display that one-tenth of a second on the dial? No, with all respect with our, um, for our, for our three-hands movement elite, which is a great, very reliable and good movement. But uh, part of the magic of Zenit is El Primero. And the idea was for this DeFi that we wanted very urban, very contemporary, very urban, very dynamic. We thought that it would be great to have an El Primero, but maybe without the chronograph to keep more of an elegant watch, less sporty, a bit more elegant. Uh, and that's how we started to, uh, to go and say, okay, let's try to make an El Primero without the chronograph functions. And then we tried a few things, a few drawings and things. And then I was like, okay, but you know what? We have an El Primero inside, which is amazing engine, and nobody is going to see it. Many people might believe it's it's an elite or something else, and I, 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 that's why we decided to integrate this um, small second turning at one tenth of a second at nine o'clock, so that people who know, people who have who've got an eye and recognize, 
They can see the high frequency, feel it, and it goes very well in parallel with the, the contemporary and urban design that we, we were creating at the same time. So it made a very um, logical uh, step for us. And your LVMH stablemates, Taekwia and Hublot, are, are both sporty in their own ways. And with yeah. Zenith shift to placing the sporty Defy at the core of your catalogue, how are you going to distinguish yourselves brand-wise? Is it still technology, heritage, or, I guess, a combination? Absolutely. You know, Zenith, uh, you know, we have great sister brands, and uh, but Zenith is very particular. Zenith is a great mix of a brand that's 157 years old now um, with a lot of heritage. But that heritage and that history used to kept us a little bit too much in the past, a little bit, you know, turned to the past. And that, the stretch we've done over the last few years is to capitalize on this history, this heritage, but being contemporary, living in a 21st uh, century. And I think that's that's the most important aspect of it. And that's why we basically create this brand uh, perception where you get the seriousness of a long-lasting brand, of a real manufacturer, again, where every Zenith has a Zenith movement. but you wear a cool brand, contemporary, modern, that you're happy to wear as a 21st century person. And that was a bit missing in our, in our, in our previous uh, brand image and perception. So I think it's a perfect balance between heritage, history, authenticity. Again, uh, it's a full manufacturer with 100% of watches with the Zenit movement, but innovative, creative, dynamic, as the brand has always been. Oh, and... Uh... Talking sporty watches, of course, the, yep. the new Defy Extreme Carbon is the boldest and most rugged iteration of Defy right now. Um, and it really cements your relationship and partnership with Extreme E. I saw you managed to attend the finals um, in December in the UK and even got to pilot one of the, the cars. How was that? And I hear there's a rumor that Extreme E may even be coming to Scotland this year. Yes, yes, you are totally right. It's been a, it's been an incredible partnership that we started last year, more or less. Uh, we started discussion at this time in February and March. That's why we missed the first race last year. And we've been partnering very constructively all year, but we have not had time to work on the product. It was too short. So we kicked off this partnership in a great way. Uh, and in parallel now, we have been creating a watch the uh, the extreme uh, DeFi extreme, as you said, made of carbon and and, and microblasted titanium, so very modern. You can feel the inspiration from the car industry, and 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 for each race that will happen in five different locations, there will be a surprise. There will be a, a little uh, uh, special edition, something you will uh, you will find out. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be something really amazing. Uh, and yes, you're right. I was really lucky at the last one that happened in the south of the UK, uh, close by Dorset. Uh, they asked me my measurement. So I basically sent them uh, without being very proud of it, but I sent it to them. And they made um, a, a custom made um, uh, driving suit that I used when I got there. And they made me try to drive one of those cars uh, in between the two semifinals where stop drivers were there and I had to, to pretend to be a decent one. So I had on my, on my right, I had Alejandro Agag, the founder of Formula E and Extreme E. And I, it's the first time in my life that I literally jumped 
uh, with my with the car and uh, and quite fast. Uh, so it was incredible experience that I will never forget. You see a few uh, images and quick movie on that uh, uh, in uh, on on the web quite soon because they've made a little uh, a little uh, mix of this. It looked terrifying, and I must say your your face said a, hundred, a thousand words. The yeah. picture of you sitting <laughs> in the car, you looked you looked a little bit nervous, to be fair, and you're usually very cool and calm under pressure. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I would have been terrified myself. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you realize how difficult it is, and uh, uh, asking some advices to some of the drivers, uh, I was actually less reassured after hearing them than... Than, than before, but I, I managed to do it and have a very, very good fun. So that was a, that was an in, in, incredible way to finish the partnership on that year. Yeah. Well, we're, we're really excited because there's a possibility it may come to Scotland this year. It's either Senegal right. or Scotland and uh, it'll be fantastic for, for our country uh, and fantastic for our partnership because uh, and we hope we can see you there. We really do. Because, Absolutely. I will, uh, I will, I will. If it's there, I will definitely come anywhere and you have to join us uh, uh, with uh, with uh, some some VIPs or press or we'll organize something nice. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, no way I'm getting in any of the cars though. You can you, you, <laughs> you can you can champion that one. Um, so looking at your really positive Dream Hers initiative um, that shows women's issues and opportunity are important to Zenith. Um, I saw your your launch of it in Madrid uh, back end of last year. Away from the high profile ambassadors. How do you feel about the Swiss Watch's current form when it comes to gender politics, given it's always been something of a boys' club? Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, um, you know Swiss Watch making very well. And I'm Swiss myself, so I, I, I think I can say that without, being, without offending anyone. But the Swiss Watch industry tend to be a bit conservative. And I think in some ways we need to evolve as well. And, and one of the ways that I've always been questioning ourselves is, is when we start to categorize watches for men, watches for women. And uh, I have to tell you that I've been talking about it for quite a while, but since the day before yesterday, if you go on our website, you won't see categories like that. Uh, you will find watches that have a feminine touch. You will see big bulky watches on some other categories. You mentioned the DeFi Extreme, but we are not... Uh, telling you this is for men, this is for women. We make beautiful watches that can be worn both uh, by, by, uh, by both genders, and that's it. I think it's, it's, it's also a way in today's society to, uh, to, 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 to stop making putting people in categories at first, you know? Let, that, let them choose what they want to do. Well, it's great to see Zenith that's the leading, idea. Yeah. leading the charge on that. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's impressive. The... Uh, the Defy Midnight collection themselves are proving brilliantly creative. I mean, with rubber, color, graduated dials, I mean, mixing things up like really no one has ever done before. Um, and beyond the usual pink, you know, shrink it, pink it, make it pink um, treatment. And has new internal talent realized this? You know, where, where's this new direction yeah. come from? Because it's, uh, it's so exciting to see and... Uh, uh, marks a new direction for for Zenith. Absolutely, you know uh, the 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 DeFi Midnight was launched two and a half years ago, and it was about how can we bring two things together. Basically, 
bring um, a bit of our starry sky story and the, the link between zenit and the stars and zenit and the sky on the dial. So that's why we worked on representing the sky in different ways, in different uh, colors that you can often see. And, and it was blue, it was a bit gray, you know, when you have clouds. And you have sometimes, we have a lot in Switzerland. We know what it's all about. Uh, and, and now we decided to, how can we bring new, uh, original, quite unique expressions of the sky? And one of them I was lucky to see for the very first time when I was attending Extreme E in Greenland. I could see, uh, as we say in French, Aurore Boreal, Borealis. And, and it was really incredible to see this green, blue dial uh, in a crazy way. And, and we, I was like, this is the sky the way nobody can see it. Uh, so that's why we created the watch in, in that respect. And, and next to this one, of course, um, a sky that is easier to watch for us is, is a sunset. But sunset in different places in the world can take so many different colors. So we worked on how can we also get a very special dial with a sunset uh, rendering. And this brings two other expressions of how the, star can, the, the sky can, looks like, can look like. And that, that's really what we wanted to do. Uh, and on top of that, of course, we brought at the same time uh, our partnership uh, with the Nona Source, which I'm very big fan of because that's not only a way to get a very special strap on your watch, but also uh, perfectly in line with the brand values. Uh, in, in a nutshell, uh, Nona Source is, is a startup incubated by uh, LVMH in Paris. And they, they basically use uh, leftovers from the top high-end fashion brands of our group uh, when they create dresses, uh, different clothes, uh, and then they are always leftovers. So they use these leftovers, they, they recycle, I should say they upcycle, and they create different kind of objects. And we ask them to make straps. So basically, you buy one of those straps that will be available online, um, and you get the spirit of these top high-end fashion brand of LVMH, you know. And and so it's 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 a very good idea, and I'm super happy about this uh, this this partnership that is just starting now. Well, it's exciting to see you leading the way in gender neutrality, but also leading the way with your sustainability programs. Um, right, exactly. And and you know, this isn't the first time you've you, you've you've marked a line in the sand for sustainability. Why is sustainability important to Zenith? And you know, tell me, tell me what else you've got planned coming. Yeah, yeah, very simple. You know, um, you know, Zenith is about crafting the future of Swiss watchmaking. That's been an important claim to us, uh, and uh, we want to be a contemporary watchman. If you want to be a contemporary watchman, it's not only by watchmaking innovations. It's how you behave as a brand, how the teams are behaving in their life. That's why already a few years ago, we started to take a few measures internally. We did not publicize them, but uh, it's all about recycling. It's all about paperless. It's all about electric company cars and all these things, but we kept them for us. And then of course, when we started partnership like Extreme E that we mentioned already, I said, I don't want a regular car watch partnership. I want something that's linked to the environment. I want something that's basically promoting electric cars because this is also the future. And, 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 and we took we started to take a few partnerships, a few initiatives like this. Nona Source, we just talked about, is exactly this. It's recycling, it's circular economy. It's very much in line with this. And, and all these elements and these initiatives will be basically put together 
in a new program. Um, I cannot tell you the name yet because it's going to be announced during Watchers and Wonders. But Zenit is is basically gathering all these and and putting together uh, a, a real concept. So we are very happy. You know more and more of our staff uh, are super proud of that. Uh, when we hire young people, often they ask about, okay, what's your initiatives in that field? What do you expect to do? Uh, clients also are are challenging us on a few things. So I feel it's part of the society of tomorrow. And again, if we want to be a strong brand tomorrow, we have to embrace these these um, these uh, topics of society. Yeah. So we last saw each other face to face two years ago, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and you know, looking back at the last two years, is Zenith leaving this pandemic a changed brand? And are you exiting the pandemic a changed CEO even? Absolutely. I think it's uh, it's been... And you know, if you, if you asked me that two years ago, I was a bit like, okay, uh, the brand is getting stronger and stronger. We don't need that now. Nobody need that, actually. It was a pain for everyone. But at that time, I was like, okay, it's going to be really tough. When I saw the whole market closing down, between March, April, and May 2020, uh, this is this was the most difficult moment at which we had to say, okay, it's either we blame whoever for that and we complain on ourselves, or we take measures, we become even more active, and we 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 try to gain market share. And that's what we've been doing. And now I can tell you that uh, it's it's and, and it's tough to say, but I think the pandemic helped Zenit to speed up its transformation. Because I never ever expected to reach uh, such level of, it's not only business, but awareness, desirability, appeal uh, within 18 months. And I really think that the pandemic forced us to, to do in, in 18 months what we were planning to do in three years. So I'm, I'm, I'm difficult to say I'm happy because that was a sad event for so many people, but I, I'm a, I can tell you it, it, it made me go faster further and the brand as well. So now we are in a perfect uh, situation to, to start 2022, which I hope will show the end of this pandemic. And then, of course, I hope we can see each other physically again. <laughs> well, it is. And, and, you know, out of these, uh, often out of these challenging times, great things do happen. And I think we've all had to look inwards. We've all, all had to, as leaders, stand up. And, and lead our people and, 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 and help them through this pandemic. And it is exciting to see Zenith at such a strong position, as you say, two years down after what has been such a difficult time. Okay. Um, and as you say, hope, hopefully, Watchers and Wonders will get to see each other again. Um, and actually the industry as a whole, because I tell you what, it's when we get together, it's such a great industry. There's so many great people in it. It, it will be great to see everyone together in, in Watchers and Wonders in March. Um, yeah, yeah. And in December, I was a bit pessimistic when we saw the, the, the highly contagious Omicron coming back to our face. I was quite pessimistic. But now I can tell you it's end of uh, it's early February already. Yeah. Uh, end, of, end of January, early February, we definitely realized that uh, Watchers and Wonders will take place. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful too, because I think we're a little bit ahead of you in terms of the peak and coming down. And yeah, yeah. Th thankfully, Omicron didn't quite come to what everyone feared. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful too. Um, no, you know, what can we so. expect from Zenith for the rest of 22? What have you got up your sleeve for, for March? Yeah, a couple of things. You know, we took the, 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 the habit 
um, to have a new uh, rhythm, if I may say. We have basically two main shows, the Watchers and Wonders uh, in April and the one we just had, LVMH Watch Week. So during these two shows, you will see uh, quite a few things. And uh, of course, the focus during LVMH Watch Week was about DeFi, and especially the DeFi skyline. Uh, but more recently, uh, no, soon at Watchers and Wonders, sorry, we will give a few new things on the Chronomaster Sport. Uh, not much because the product is so hot and the watches are difficult to deliver. So we're not going to animate too much, but still we're going to have a few interesting things. Uh, we're going to have a, another complement, very important to the, uh, the, 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 the Chronomaster collection as well, which this one is quite new. And of course, we decided also during the pandemic, because we were locked, we took a much faster um, rhythm and a different rhythm than usual. Uh, in the past, we used to have the two shows or one show and you drop all the novelties. Now, we keep the brand super active and we keep some drops that we're going to have all year long. So it could be announcement of a new partnership. It could be a, a, a new ambassador or a new launch. But you're going to have more or less every month something cool, something big happening for Zenit. And that's a new rhythm, maybe closer to what's being done in, in fashion than watches. But we are uh, embracing this new uh, pace, and, and I like it a lot. Oh, me too. And well, as a retailer, we love it too because it gives us something to tell. And we're we're, we're storytellers. That's what we do. We tell stories, and uh, Zenith keeps giving us them to to tell, which is which is fantastic. I heard a rumor. You know, we have to give something. you we have to give you the good raw material, and you transform the raw material <laughs> into a beautiful story in such a good way. So that's 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 the partnership. <laughs> I've heard a rumor there might be something happening with Pilot, maybe. Later yes. In the oh, year. yeah. You are, you are. You have a very good. Um, uh, you have very good uh, information. Yes, absolutely. Pilot is incredibly important to us, and uh, if you look at the collections, we came back very strongly with Chronomaster. Now, Defy is getting complete and and done in a very nice way. And of course, Pilot. We don't leave Pilot behind, so we will and we should come end of the year, maybe early 2023, uh, with a, a more contemporary approach to our pilot collection, because we have been so much on the vintage. Now our vintage is basically expressed within the revival. Yeah. Revival is a transversal across all the product lines. So you have revival for Master, revival for DeFi, and you will have revival to pilot, but to have it, you need to have contemporary ones. And that's what we're coming for. And it's going to be a very, very strong product as well. Well, that will complete the circle, won't it, really? Because it's the, yeah, the, for guess, sure. the final part of the collection that will uh, no doubt be transformed with your magic. <laughs> you, 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 should like, you should like what you see. And uh, if I can travel uh, to you uh, in the coming uh, weeks of month, I, I will share a, a picture with you or prototype if I have get your feedback, but it's going to be a very strong one. Oh, I can't wait. Julian, it's always a pleasure catching up with you. It's exciting. I'm so pleased to be on this journey with Zenith, really are. Um, you know, that's the, the last two years, as you said, have been a challenge, but there's been so much positivity coming from Zenith. Um, and I put a lot of that down to you and, of course, your great team that you have behind you. Um, it's, it, you know, we're proud stockists. We're having a phenomenal uh, year with you, and we really look forward to more success and more importantly, seeing you guys in April time. And hopefully, hopefully, if Extreme E comes to Scotland in the summer, we catch up with you then too. That'd be great. Thank you so much to you and the whole uh, team 
at Rocks because you've done an incredible job uh, with us. And uh, and believe me, it's only the beginning. Uh, I guess each year we're going to have uh, a better and better and better exchange together on how we develop our business together. So thank you very much. Great. All the best and see you soon, Junior. All the best. Yes, with pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.